the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, March the 29th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today on March 29, 2004, President George W. Bush welcomed seven uh, former Soviet bloc nations, Romania, Bulgaria, Slovakia, Lithuania, Slovenia, Latvia, and Estonia into NATO at a special White House ceremony welcoming all of these countries, their leaders, into NATO. Today, in 1867, Britain's Parliament passed and Queen Victoria signed the British North American Act, which created the Dominion of Canada, which came into being the following July. Today, in 1943, World War II rationing of meat, fats, and cheese began. It limited consumers to store purchases of about an average of around two pounds a week for beef, pork, lamb, and mutton using a coupon system. Today in 1951, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were convicted in New York of conspiracy to commit espionage for the Soviet Union. They were spies. They were executed in June of 1953. Today, in 1973, the last United States combat troops left South Vietnam, ending America's direct military involvement in the Vietnam War. I remember that time very well in 1974, just months after our withdrawal. I was there on missionary work in Vietnam. It was back again in 75 and 76, I think. But uh, very tentative, very raw when I was there. You found yourself looking over your shoulder a lot. Today, in 1984, under cover of early morning darkness, the Baltimore Colts, a football team, the professional football team, they'd been in Baltimore for 30 years. And there was a lot of talk about them moving to another city. And then there was talk about them moving to Indianapolis. And there was so much pushback and so much resentment in Baltimore that the owners were taking their football team to another place that people were really uh, very vocal about it. I remember it well. In the middle of the night, trucks, big trucks came in and loaded all of the equipment and all the stuff that's in the uh, practice facility into these big semi-trucks and hauled it out of town during the night in the dark. So a lot of people couldn't see, and I guess they were afraid they would try to stop them from doing it. I don't know. But anyway, it was very interesting, and boy, I, that didn't help the the PR uh, of the Baltimore Colts uh, ownership with Baltimore, the city. But anyway, they moved anyway to Indianapolis. They're there today. If you follow football at all, you know that. Today in 2010, two female suicide bombers blew themselves up in twin attacks on Moscow sub- subway stations. That's Moscow, Russia, not Idaho. But they, uh, they were jam-packed with rush hour passengers, and uh, their suicide bombing killed at least 40 people and wounded more than 100. 
Five years ago today, Britain filed for divorce from the European Union. Prime Minister Theresa May sent a six-page letter to the EU Council President Donald Tusk, said irreconcilable differences. No, she didn't say that, but said we're getting out. It's been very uh, hotly contested on both sides. It's not been um, a slam dunk for either side in Britain, but uh, that happened today. It all began officially today, five years ago. I hear so many people talking today about the current events and what's going on in our world, and a lot of times they're talking about things that aren't really going on in our world, but they've heard it somewhere, probably on the mainstream media or from someone else who heard it on the mainstream media. But there is a lot of fear in our country today and in our communities, even in the church. I was thinking about that this morning earlier as I was praying and just thinking about things and certainly thinking about this program let me leave you with a couple of thoughts. If you've experienced fear and you're afraid, I talked mentioned yesterday morning a little bit about I, I'm reading that poll after poll shows people can't sleep because they, they're worried about America and about the world and what's happening. I understand that because we are on the precipice of something bigger than anything we've seen in our lifetime. Exactly what it is. There are people out there telling you exactly what's going to happen. That makes me a little... Uh, causes me to take a step back it gives me a, a little bit of okay we'll see unless god himself speaks to somebody's heart and sometimes that's not the case when these guys are selling their books or whatever but i know there's a lot of conversation and i know there's a lot of ideas out there but one thing is for sure and we all kind of know this things are quite tentative today in our world with china with russia the thing in Ukraine, China's moving ahead full bore, taking over more and more and more uh, property. They have a, an obsession with expansion, some kind of an in, imperialism. So there are reasons for people to be filled with fear. And if you don't walk in, in the presence of the Lord, if you're not in a relationship with God, it can be pretty overwhelming because the answers are not clear as far as the political and the human dimension of what's happening in our world today. But there are some things that are crystal clear. I want to share a couple of them with you. Psalm 91, verse 1 says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We are not living in the shadow of current events, although I am 100% convinced and I believe scripturally so, that God wants his people to be informed and know what's going on. We must be informed if we're going to be salt and light. And Jesus said we are to be that. So we have to be informed. But we must keep in mind the fact that we are living and abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. That gets you pretty close to the Almighty. Anything that casts a shadow, if you're under that shadow, you're in the proximity, if not very close, to that whatever is casting the shadow. In this case, the Lord himself, Almighty. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His trust shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence. Still reading from Psalm 91. Some of you have memorized this. 
I'm just bringing it to your attention. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Be not afraid of sudden fear, Proverbs says. Proverbs chapter 3. Don't be afraid of sudden fear. So sometimes we become so fearful, we become afraid of fear. We become afraid that we're going to become fearful and paralyzed. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked. When it cometh, for the Lord shall be thy confidence, shall keep thy foot from being taken. Psalm 56 says, In God have I put my trust. I think that's a good word for all of us today. Put our trust in God, but be informed. Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law the Parental Rights and Education Act yesterday. He expanded, it expands parents' oversight of their uh, children's education. It prohibits teaching of gender identity and its sexual orientation from kindergarten through third grade. Disney has taken him on. They're all out to get him at the Academy Awards on Sunday. They were mocking the governor of Florida, and they were chanting. These three lesbians were chanting on stage, on live television, gay, 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 saying it over and over and over like a mantra. This bill does not even use the word gay, but it's been misrepresented by the establishment media, by Hollywood, and by other leftists as the don't say gay bill. In Florida, DeSantis said, we not only know that parents have a right to be involved, we insist that parents have a right to be involved. He said that he he said he said that he defended his bill. He said it 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 does not even read like they're presenting it because they're trying to gin up opposition to it. He said what the bill is about is not about being gay. It's about what children are being taught from kindergarten through third grade in this case in public school. And the fact that they're going around parents and deliberately cutting them out of the loop. He said, that's what it's about. And that's what they are upset about. He said, they support sexualizing kids in kindergarten. They support injecting woke gender ideology into second grade classrooms. They support enabling schools to transition students to a different gender without the knowledge of their parent, much less without the parent's consent. And he had two parents there that have filed a lawsuit against their Florida school district because they, the school district, had their this this couple's child. I think he he was a first grader, I think, but in a kind of a transitioning gender transitioning while at school, then would act normal when the little child went home and was being indoctrinated by a couple of teachers who were in involved in this club, this transition club, transgender club, and both of them were gay. They were lesbians, are lesbians. So, I mean, it is bizarre. It's the kind of stuff you read about in the Old Testament sometimes, and you think Moloch and abortion and all this stuff. Man, that was, you know, thousands of years ago. No, it's now, too. I mean, we are walking the same path that the that the Old Testament reports on was happening back then when the prophets were saying don't do this almighty god hath said and so on but we're seeing a repeat of uh, so much of this it, it it it's evil it is 
it is ancient, and yet it is where our culture is today. It's because of sin, because of the effect of sin on the lives of individuals, and and the effect of sin on a culture that has turned its back on God. And that's what we're seeing today. The sentence went on to say, he said, parents' rights have been increasingly under assault around the nation. But in Florida, we stand up for the rights of parents and fundamental role that they play in education and their children. He released a, a statement that went on to say, parents have every right to be informed about services offered to their child at school and should be protected from schools using classroom instruction to sexualize their kids as young as five years old. During his remarks, ahead of the signing, DeSantis just blasted Hollywood and the elites, and they're pretty well, Hollywood's pretty well drilled in in Florida. They've got Disney World down there, which started out to be something really good for families and children, and now it's become kind of a battering ram against parents and children and traditional values and traditional nuclear families. So during his remarks, he really blasted the Hollywood elites. He said they're lying about the bill and they're claiming it's discriminatory and it's neither. He said it's about parents being able to participate in the education of their children. It's pretty basic. He said if the same Hollywood, I'm quoting him, if the same Hollywood elites who upheld degenerates like Harvey Weinstein now oppose our efforts to protect parental rights, I wear that like a badge of honor. As I said during the uh, Academy Awards in California, Sunday night, live, I did not watch it. I didn't watch any of it. I read a little bit about it. But the Hollywood elites were on stage, live television, millions watching, criticizing the governor, criticizing the state of Florida, and um, calling for a boycott of Florida. And the reason? They know. They can read. They read scripts when they get movie deals. But what they're doing is purposefully misrepresenting what it is that Governor DeSantis is doing in Florida. We live in such a confusing time. That's part of the problem that we have today. I think if people honestly understood just regular America, like you and me, just ordinary folks, if they truly understood what's going on and what they're being told is something very different, than what's actually happening. I think we would see a very different um, uh, texture of, of leadership in the country. I don't think we would be looking at the leadership we have now if people understood. And I'm not talking Republican-Democrat. I'm talking about survival of America. I don't think we would be where we are, but I think in part, at least, people are, I mean, there are some that are dug in and they say, I don't care what Biden, I don't care if he can't talk anymore. I mean, if he needs to be led from his bed to the bathroom, I don't care. I'm going to vote for him because I hate Trump and I hate whoever else they're going to run from the right because they're anti this and anti that and so on. I mean, there's that group of people, but there's there's a vast number of people who have been uninformed. But I honestly think that's changing. And I think we're moving in a direction of people are kind of stopping and, you know, proverbially scratching their head and saying, now, what what is this? What, what are you doing in Florida? I read that bill. I can read. That's not what it says or whatever. So I think there is a kind of an awakening to the culture uh, now. And if people will 
become further awakened and take some action, I think we can see things change. I believe that things will continue overall to deteriorate because the Bible is very clear on that. But I, I, I believe there could be a reprieve. I believe God could give us a reprieve to do his work, which is to win people to Jesus Christ. That is the purpose of the gospel. We are not here to be compassionate, although Christians must be compassionate. We are not here to affirm sin, but the religious left does that. We are here to tell the world that Jesus Christ is indeed the only begotten Son. He died on a cross for our sins, and he was resurrected by God after he paid the price of death for our sins, and he is alive today, and he will live in our hearts if we accept him as Savior. That is the message. That is the Great Commission. Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. That's the gospel. That is the most powerful statement that can be made from a human voice. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that's why we're here. And I think to the extent that we actually advance that agenda to tell the world that Jesus loves them and he can forgive their sins and transform their lives, God may be giving us a reprieve. America has touched the world with the gospel. We've sent missionaries everywhere, all over the world. And the world is today has heard the gospel pretty much, not all, but almost all, because of the efforts of, well, Great Britain in their time, but in more recent years, the United States of America. I believe that's in great part why God has blessed us. Our founding documents were based on biblical truth, and our activities have been to the glory of God in great part. We've sent missionaries, we've sent help, we've sent food, medicine, and all these kinds of things all over the world to help people. But the main thrust, the point of the spear, has got to be the gospel of Jesus Christ, because that's why we're here, and that's what it's really all about. On Monday's uh, broadcast yesterday, Fox News Channel's Jesse Waters was talking to Senator Rand Paul, a doctor, as you know. He stated that he shouldn't have, we shouldn't have to treat President Joe Biden like someone who is declining cognitively. Rand Paul has been very outspoken recently, and I listen to him particularly on medical issues because he is a doctor and uh, a practicing doctor, no less. But he says that uh, he said someone who is declining cognitively, he said we shouldn't have to take care of them by having to help them say what they really mean. He said Biden's intemperate speech is a national security risk, and Biden lives in an alternative universe where he just says they're not true and he didn't say them and then he moves on and jesse waters uh, on fox was interviewing uh Rand paul and he said are you surprised by the comments that he's made recently president biden the last few days in europe and here at home and paul said well you know he said a lot of times when you're around somebody who's in cognitive decline you find yourself trying to help them with a sentence trying to help them complete it and say oh no that's not really what you mean what you mean is that someone you love you're trying to help them and you say well you don't really mean that thus and so whatever it is but what you're trying to say and they go yeah that's true i mean we've seen that as people age i mean we all age if we live long enough and that happens it isn't a matter of like you know shunning a man or putting him you know away somewhere 
but he's president of the United States. And Rand Paul made a pretty strong case. Uh, he said, uh, it, it isn't political with me. He said, although I am political, but he said, you can't have leadership that you need to help them complete a sentence. He said, we shouldn't have to do that for the commander in chief. And it's actually a national security risk. He said he's sending signals that no one in their right mind would want to send to Russia at this point. We aren't trying to replace Putin in Russia. We're trying to have or, or have a, a regime change. He said, we're not sending troops into the Ukraine. But Biden has said all of this. I mean, he's said it just bluntly. And then people have scurried out his his staff and so on and said, oh, no, 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 that's not what he meant. It, I mean, we're seeing a classic meltdown of a human being who is prematurely reached that point he's what 79 or something and not everyone gets there at that age hopefully but nonetheless uh he's been sending these signals out and he said Rand paul was saying as a senator and a doctor he said that that's not what we're trying to say to the world he continued he said but you know he lives in an alternative universe where he just says they're not true and he didn't say them and he did you can see the tape Fox and others have played it. I mean, the mainstream media, they wouldn't touch it. But Fox will play a tape and they'll see it and they'll, and he says, this man has to be removed or whatever he said. I don't have the quote in front of me. And then they would ask about it. First, he said, I meant that. And then he said, I didn't say that. And, I mean, it's like you begin to question yourself. And I, I look at some of this stuff that I see video and I'm thinking, is it me or is it him? I mean, that's it's that confusing on the world scene. He isn't just a citizen of America with an opinion. He is the commander-in-chief. <clears throat> that's very, very troubling. And I think it's very, it makes us very vulnerable. Paul said, so I guess you're supposed to look the other way. But he said, even the left-wing media is noticing these gaps so he said, I do think there's a real problem, and there's a humorous angle to this, but he said it's not really funny. He said, I mean, Rand Paul said, because we're worried about what he's saying, precipitating or escalating the conflict in Ukraine into a world war, and that's very serious. He said, you know, it's just intemperate speech is what it is. And he said, we have that in the Senate as well. I would add to what Rand Paul said, we also have that in the House of Representatives as Nancy shuffles around the halls of power in Washington, D.C. Sometimes you wonder if she's missing a cog or two as well, the way she responds and what she says. Not because I disagree with her policies, I do, but just because she doesn't make sense sometimes. That's just my opinion, but I, I think others may share that as well. Let me talk to you for a couple of minutes today about Donald Trump. He's been a little bit out of the out of the loop lately. In fact, he told somebody at the press yesterday that he he hit a, a hole in one. He was playing golf, and uh, so they were questioning if that was true or not. It was, I mean, it never stops. Poor old Donald. But he's he's filed a lawsuit in federal court in Florida. He's naming names. Hillary Clinton is one of them, and he's going after it. It looks very serious. Now, I just want to make you aware of that uh, this morning. So you know what's going on because the the media will either twist it or they will not touch it. They'll just avoid talking about it. But it has been made and it, it will play out and we'll see what happens. And so I want to leave you with a few thoughts on that today. But 
I got this uh, an email yesterday from a person who supports us regularly and generously, and uh, he said he, he said that he made a contribution to this ministry on online. And at the bottom, there's a little place for a message there. And sometimes some of you who contribute online will write a little message. And if you don't, don't worry about it. Don't think, well, I, I should write a message, Gary. It's fine. But if you want to, that's great. I look, I read them. I read everything. Uh, we're not an international organization with 300 million letters coming in the mail. I would, no, I, but I look at every note that comes through. Um, anyway, this message on this email said, I will be out of state next week, and so it will be a blessing to be able to come back and listen on Saturday. God bless. We, um, he's talking about KTW in Spokane, and he is from the Spokane area. Many of you are not, but you can. Uh, we have a direct link on our website on faithandfreedom.us where you, you can see there's a number of prompts there on our website, and you can go to the program during the week and the various stations that we're on, and you can go to them uh, through their websites and listen and so on. But we have up at the top on the right-hand side, if you go to our page, our website, the first page that comes up, you'll see it says Straight Talk, and there's a there's a microphone there, and then it says Hear It Again Saturdays, and that's the from 12 noon to 2.30 p.m., uh, KTW is a, a station owned by Tom Reed, and uh, they're replaying our programs back to back from the preceding week. So Monday through Friday, you can hear it Saturday back to back, 12 to 2:30 p.m. on KTW, and you can go there if you live in the area. You can tune into it, but if you don't, you can go to our website. Just click the Straight Talk, hear it again Saturdays, and it'll take you right to where you want to go. Also, I want to thank you for your support of this ministry. These are tough times, and I want to thank you for standing with us and helping us. And if you have been considering it, you have not been supporting, but you have had some thoughts about it, uh, pray about it. And I would encourage you to ask the Lord if he would have you to join us. We need your help. And to all of you who do support us, thank you so much. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009, or you can go to faithandfreedom.us and contribute. Anyway, about this um, lawsuit, he filed it back on the 24th, but it's going to make its way into the public view, so you should be aware of it. And no, there's no wonder that Hillary and her party have been so focused on Russia, and they were trying to say that Trump was colluding with Russia because it's very clear now, and the facts are out there. Whatever anyone says or doesn't say, the facts are there. The Russian hoax was really about Hillary and people she was paying to put this through. The I wrote an article on this today at faithandfreedom.us, our website. And if you go to that, uh, the first today, the first thing you'll see is a page with that story on it. And I would encourage you to take a look at that so that you can be um, you can be informed about what's happening, because parts of this will make it into the news, if not the whole story. And it'll be twisted for the most part on your local news station. So the suit claims that Hillary and a number of other people, Podesta and all, a lot of names you know, they work together with a single self per, self-serving purpose to vilify Donald Trump. And the way they have worded this lawsuit is genius. It's not about him because he's a public figure. 
It's about the costs that they have created, and they're asking for those costs to be reimbursed. We'll see where this goes. Thanks for being with me today. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.